Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. My last few podcasts have been about camping, the do's and don'ts of camping, and some handy tips to make your next camping experience pretty awesome. Well, I can't talk about camping without talking about food, right? I mean, seriously, how can you go camping and not make a s'mores? There must be some international law against that kind of a statement. Well, all joking aside, did you know that camping food can be gourmet or at least home cooked? I remember the first time I saw someone cook a real breakfast while camping. It blew my mind. I had previously been under the assumption that camping food consisted of granola bars, hot dogs, and beans. And now there's nothing wrong with those foods, but why not enjoy an even bigger variety of foods while you're dining in the great outdoors? I've heard many people say that food tastes even better when being consumed in the woods. I'm not sure about that, but I do know that with a little forethought and prep, you can enjoy amazing food on your next camping trip. But first, thanks to Audible.com for supporting this channel. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. Now, back to those cooking tips. First, if you can cook it at home, you can eat it while camping. You may think that camping food consists solely of fast items like hot dogs and ramen noodles, but in reality, with a few small adjustments, you can eat the exact same things while camping that you do at home. In fact, the dishes may be even better while camping because you get that fire-cooked flavor. Prepping at home is key, so plan on doing as much prep work as you can before heading out the door. Chopping, mixing, and even cooking ahead of time can make your camping meals so much easier. Focus on foods that can be heated, baked, or toasted while out in nature. As an example, the salsa verde pork recipe that I posted last year, it's a super easy crockpot recipe with just two ingredients, was awesome while camping. We used the shredded pork for tacos with corn tortillas roasted over the fire, and then also for breakfast tacos with scrambled eggs and tortillas. It was so easy that I almost felt bad for our friends who brought cans of soup. And yes, in the end, we did share the food with them. To get ready for camping, I prepared the pork recipe ahead of time in my crock pot and then divided it up into gallon-sized zipper baggies. Now here's a great tip. You can freeze those baggies of pork with the bag lying horizontally on a cookie sheet or plate. You'll end up with these nice flat squares of frozen food that easily fit into your cooler. In fact, they'll even act as your ice, keeping other perishable foods cold. You can fit a good amount of these bags into one cooler, so get creative and think of other easy-to-prepare foods that can be made ahead of time, frozen, and then thawed and heated at your campsite. The next tip is, when deciding on foods to serve, consider your cooking equipment. If you're backpacking and you've only got a one-burner stove with you, maybe don't bring five items that all need to be heated for one meal. A regular camping stove, though, offers the full abilities of a home gas stove. In this case, you would have more cooktop space so you can plan on using multiple heated foods for one meal. Cooking right over the campfire, if you're allowed to burn a campfire, is fun too, especially if you've got kids along. Using a grate over the fire as your cooktop has a certain back-to-your-roots feel about it, and older kids can get in on the cooking and probably fight over who gets to mind the pot. Now, don't forget your cooking utensils. Chances are, if it's a utensil you use at home, you'll probably want it along when camping. It's a good idea to purchase less expensive utensils from the dollar store or a thrift store and make these your designated camping gear. 
Inevitably, some utensil will get lost or left behind, and who wants to lose their favorite spatula from the high-end kitchen supply store? Now, the third tip is be prepared to make cleanup quick and easy. Cleaning up after cooking can be smooth sailing when camping as well. Use either a dishpan or your largest cooking pan filled with heated water and environmentally safe dish soap. Be sure to dispose of your gray water, which is the used dirty water, properly, which means not near a safe water source. Listen to my previous podcast on the rules of camping for more on that subject. Now, we have some clever suggestions today, too. For those of you who don't know, we have a new host here at Quick and Dirty Tips. Kara Rhoda is the new clever cookster, so I decided I would ask this foodie for a few of her best tips on cooking while camping. Boy, was I surprised that this city girl knew her way around a campfire. Kara says that her favorite camping eats were always the classics, like baked potatoes and corn on the cob, cooked, wrapped in heavy aluminum foil, and nestled in the coals of the fire. No camp stove or grill grate needed. For a play on the traditional plain baked potato, Kara recommends slicing your potato almost all the way through, then slice a red or yellow onion and place onion slices in between each potato slice. Sprinkle it with dill, parsley, or your other favorite herbs, and then wrap it in a heavy-duty foil packet and bury it in the coals in the fire. After 45 minutes, unwrap them and serve with pats of butter. I have to say this is genius. I personally have never brought potatoes camping with me, but I can see a baked potato bar being an easy meal to set up for a family in the woods. Another idea that the Clever Cookster recommends for camping cuisine are kebabs. Kebabs are ideal for camping. They're sort of like the upscale version of the old hot dog on a stick camping tradition, and they can be assembled at home, so there's no messy prep work at the campsite. Cubed beef, sliced peppers and mushrooms, and other vegetables can all be marinated in soy sauce, Worcestershire sauce, and herbs ahead of time, then strung onto skewers and grilled. If you're using metal skewers, make sure to oil them ahead of time so your food doesn't stick. If you're using wooden skewers, they need to be soaked for half an hour before you use them so they don't burn. Kara also reminds us that if doing coal and ember cooking, you'll want to plan ahead. You need to allow your fire to burn long enough that the flame has died down, and you're left with a bed of hot coals, in which you can cook foods wrapped in sturdy foil packets. It's also a good idea to pack your cooler full of not-too-perishable snack items that are versatile, like smoked salmon, olives, pickled vegetables, and sun-dried tomatoes. You can use them in egg dishes for breakfast or mix them into the campfire beans at supper time. The Clever Cookster also highly recommends the book Campfire Cookery by Sarah Huck and Jamie Young for more gourmet cooking ideas. So as you head out on your next outdoor adventure, I hope you'll try some of these delicious camping recipes and turn your boring campfire meals into something scrumptious and memorable. Oh, and of course, you should still be making s'mores. Thanks again to today's sponsor, Audible.com. You already know that Audible.com is the leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles. But did you know that unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you actually own your books? Plus, with Audible's Great Listen Guarantee, there's no risk that you won't like the audiobook you purchased. If you choose a book and you don't like it, you can exchange it for another title anytime, no questions asked. I was recently searching for home improvement books on audible.com and found one called Home Improvements, The Chapman Guide to Negotiating Change with Your Spouse. Not exactly what I was looking for, but after reading a little about the book, I thought I'd be worth a try. It said, remember when you were first married, your spouse did or said something constantly that you thought was endearing? 
Now that same habit has turned into a major irritation and a barrier to your relationship. I don't know what they're talking about. If you're married, you probably have no idea either, but I'll just continue on. The Chapman Guide to Negotiating Change with Your Spouse provides a simple three-step process for negotiating change without resorting to manipulation or arguing. If you're like me, you probably realize that learning about a three-step process is probably worth a shot and worth the time. So for our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. So why not try Home Improvements, The Chapman Guide to Negotiating Change with Your Spouse? Or you could download any of the other 150,000 titles available. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash CEO. That's audiblepodcast.com slash CEO to download your free audiobook. Until next time, I'm the domestic CEO, helping you love your home.